Hey, welcome to the club. Before we begin, I'd like to introduce our podcast and explain what we do. We will go over mysterious and unsolved cases, a bit of the paranormal, and of course, conspiracies. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and any other podcast provider. Also, a new episode of The Cloak comes out every Monday. So don't forget to join the conversation on Facebook forward slash The Cloaked Podcast and catch us on Twitter at The Cloaked underscore. And don't forget to like and rate us. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends. And now on with the show. John Gosh. John Gosh. And so, you know, um, he's, he comes out of this uh, other marriage type of thing. So let's talk about that second husband of hers. You want to talk about the second husband? Well, let's, let's, first, let's, let's, yeah, I know. let's dive into the story of Johnny, it, boy, dude. Uh, of Johnny right? Like how it happened, what, what went down, pretty much the synopsis of it, right? And so, <clears throat> uh, I'm your host, White Al. Hi, I'm Cy. Hey, it's Pandora. This is Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, John David Gosh, uh, also known as Johnny Gosh, uh, the paper boy who disappeared back on September 5th, 1982. He was 12 years old. Uh, disappeared from a West Des Moines, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it looks like, you know, they never found anything as far as his remains, right? So, it was considered a kidnapping. Uh, his mother, Noreen Gosh, uh, continues to maintain that he's still alive and he's out there. Uh, so, up. yeah. So it, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty messed up story. So you know it kind of was the push for having different acts that went after. Yes, went through legislation for uh, what is it missing and exploited children. Yes, <clears throat> and well, so yeah, and th- and out of this we became as uh, I guess as a nation during that time people became more familiar with like. Pedophilia, yeah, so all pedophiles, because it was something that most uh, most people didn't really have a conversation about this, or, or didn't even or, they didn't know it was a thing. They didn't know it was a thing. Like they people do that, word, right? <laughs> like, yeah, they're like, what would you call me? Like, Pedophile, <laughs> and yeah, and they even talk about like they had a meeting thing, and they brought somebody from what was it Stanford or somebody like a professor, oh, yeah. and he didn't even yeah, know. He didn't even know. He was like a doctor. Was, like, like, what's, 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 what's that, what's that word? I'm not familiar with. And then, are people that? Yeah, that thing? Yeah. They, I mean, people weren't aware that kidnapping and taking of children, children being trafficked for these type of things, they weren't really aware that that was something that existed. So, so they believe kidnappings happened, but that the pedophilia part was not associated with, it could have been. Yeah, well, it, I mean, the whole concept of uh, human trafficking wasn't something that was what? really acknowledged. Uh, it was like just like a more innocent or like more naive, naive time in terms of that, well, I think. Right. Like it was going on, but people just weren't really aware. Really aware. Yeah. I mean, and it goes into there was pamphlets, there was magazines, there was video, there was other things being kind of so like underground type of thing where the guy who they end up having a conversation with and then they bring in and having this meetings, he talked about, yeah, there's this network that of people 
that you know. <laughs> and so, anyways, we go on to uh, the day uh, uh, Johnny Gosh disappeared on his paper. Yeah, round. damn, I got something. I mean, which is uh, you know very unfortunate. There's not a very uh, a thing where that mentality wasn't set. You know how we talked about like the Texarkana killings and all that with the doors being left open. Mm-hmm. You have here the same scenario, but unfortunately, it's with kids. You don't have that mindset that this is going to happen. You have your kids going out at night, and you know these kids are they're paper boys, so they're going up at five in the morning to collect the paper and then go out and deliver, right? Yeah, it was in the uh, documentary and other uh, forums. They're saying that was like, and they, it was Americana just to leave your kids out, right? right. They, they they hung out with each other. They went out at night. The parents didn't really worry about kidnapping and pedophilia. They just it was maybe like it wasn't even a thought. Right? It was something ever, that people really think about. And they weren't taught that the parents weren't even taught about pedophilia. So at what point they were like, dude? That's why they were always like, kind of fighting the fact that it couldn't be pedophilia. Just yeah, kidnapping it wasn't. It wasn't possible. Well, I mean, they, they believed that he would run away. But I mean, we go to that, that same. We go to that morning. So we believe that John or Johnny uh, leaves his house to go to to the. Get his paper for his paper route. This is around like 5 15, 5 20 a.m. Uh, so, you know, they he goes to his to pick up his paper route, and as he's out there with the other guys, the other kids picking up the paper, uh, we have Johnny speaking to a man mm-hmm. that he seemed uh, on like next to his car talking to him, and it looks like he wants some type of like directions, right? He wants to, he's looking for directions. Yeah, he, he's engaging with Johnny, and that's pretty much a scoping out. Right, yeah, like, some, something seems up. But then Johnny then tells uh, the guy who distributes, the adult who distributes the paper to the paper boys, hey, look, this guy, you need to talk to him. I guess he was looking for directions, and Johnny didn't know how to tell him, so he asked for the adult. So as Johnny does this, the guy in the car takes off, right? Yeah. He takes off, speeding off. Johnny May then makes a comment to one of the other paper boys that something didn't seem right about this guy, right? Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, you already have this scenario, right, being said, and the adult there, I forget his name, uh, he he kind of, he sees that this is, well, that's kind of weird that this guy is talking to this, this boy and this guy just takes off. Yeah. I mean, again, you go back to the mindset of the community, if I was the adult, I would have been like, yeah, I'm going to have to go with you. Or I'm going to have to call some well, people. Well, then let's bring up the point. Johnny Boy usually goes, and not Johnny Boy, but Johnny yeah. usually, t- typically the father goes with him to, to, to deliver the papers. Yes. So that one time yes, that he doesn't he go with him, and then all of a sudden he disappears. And yeah. so maybe that man was like wondering, I'm like, okay, what's Where's What's happening? Yeah, it's, He's, he, I mean, it's... It's kind of at this point you can say that whoever the guy in the car was has been tracking Johnny, right? Or at least one of the him out of the the paper boys. This is all according to the the neighbor who saw this happening, right? Mm-hmm. Who had looked out of his window and saw well, there is a that neighbor he's talking that watches, to. But when this is happening, the pay, the papers being distributed, the the neighbor does eventually see as Johnny goes to his paper route. One of the other paper boys sees Johnny again. Johnny's then talking to this this guy in this car right 
Yeah, there's a, like a two-tone truck. Two-tone Ford. But then car. there's... A Ford, uh, like a sedan, right? A, no, it's a... Uh, or car, yeah. Car. It's a, it's a car. car, a two-tone. It's uh, And both eyewitnesses, there's, there's five eyewitnesses, but two of them say... One of them say it's like a blue and a dark blue, but then another one says that it was silver and black. So maybe there's two vehicles. It's a Ford... Um, what was it? Fairmont. Fairmont, yes. Yeah. The Ford Fairmont. Uh, so, I mean, a total, we end up finding out there's five eyewitnesses that see these strange occurrences around Johnny, right? And none of them do anything about it. Well, I mean, again, you go back to the mindset. Yeah. You know, some of them are kids, and then two of them are adults. You know what I mean? So, you kind of like, okay, so, what... what There's not immediate suspicion. They're not, no. And so, nothing gets done. Yeah, nothing, nothing really gets done. So we have here, I guess, the way people describe it is that Johnny then um, tells the other boys he didn't, you know, something felt wrong about this. And then later on, uh, one of the one of the neighbors in the community says that he was delivering paper and he could remember and hear the wagon that Johnny was pulling. And by this point, it's five forty-five a.m. and so. Um, again, the vehicle is, is still continuing to be described as a Ford Fairmont. The man appears and he drives fast as soon as people start, you know, the other paper boys see that, you know, he's having a conversation. Two other paper boys that were walking together see Johnny on the opposite side of the street walking the opposite direction, right? Mm-hmm. And as they, they say hi to Johnny, they continue to walk. Um, so by this point, Johnny is walking to the corner of the street on the side he's on, right? And so a neighbor, and this is the eyewitnesses that you were talking about, uh, uh, hears uh, some doors closing. He peeks out, sees that there's a car, uh, again, of the Ford Fairmont, and he mm-hmm. describes it as silver and black. Um, he believes it's silver and black. And then speeds off, passes the stop sign, does a rolling stop, and continues driving off fast, Right? And is it at this point that the two paper boys that had passed Johnny on the opposite side of the street go back to where Johnny was? But, you know, they reverse back and to see that Johnny's wagon is now sitting in front of this lawn of the house on the corner and is just sitting there with no Johnny in sight. Now, we have another neighbor saying that a man, at this point when he sees the two other paper boys passing Johnny on the opposite side of the street. There's a man coming out between two houses, right? Out of the bushes. Mm-hmm. And crosses <laughs> the street and follows Johnny. Right? Yeah. And it's at this point that one can then say, because of what we know what later on happens, you can say that it is the second assailant. Right? Sure. Following Johnny, following Johnny on foot. While the other person is in the vehicle waiting for, you know, to Johnny be adopted, right? And so you can then say that this is Pa, or uh, what's his name? That the, the eyewitnesses that came later? Bonassi? Bonassi. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can then say that maybe this is the person that they see nab Johnny yeah. with what, chloroform, yeah, you believe? Mm-hmm. And then throw him in the vehicle and then speeding off. This is the guy who also said he was a victim, right? Like he this was is the same guy who said kind this. of forced to help. Yes, yeah. he was forced, and 
he then later says he wasn't sold because they used him as a tool for these kidnappings of these other kids. And no, he, he was already broken. Well, he was damaged goods. Yeah. But, you know, by he this... He used him as a tool. Yes, but by oh. this point, he is so broken and brainwashed that they use him as a... Um, like a mercenary. Like, like yes, they like, use hey, him to throw him out there because he's at that age of how these kids' age are, you know, that 12 to 15... Um, to go out there and help you know what I mean and so you know you have this occurrence and so then um, what ends up happening is you know they report Johnny as missing you know they alert the parents or whatever and here's where where things start to dive into the conspiracy theories right because you have here it takes the, the police 45 minutes to arrive to the house and they're 10 and minutes they're about, away yes how far? Ten, about 10 minutes away. They're about 10, 10 minutes, minutes away. They take 45 minutes to yes, get there. to get there. They're basically walking to So the they house. had their coffee and their donuts We're, and everything. Donuts, these fat <laughs> fucks. And then it's they, the first shift, man. Come on. Who gives a shit? Oh, right? slow. You gotta, you gotta move quick. Pretty quick. If you're police, you gotta, you gotta move quick. Why right? would you think in a prominent community that they are moving that slow? Just like off the bat, let's just like trying to. Well, if you dive into cons- the conspiracy theory that they believe that the cops are involved, are involved, yeah. or not necessarily all the cops, but maybe there's one or two bad apples. I mean, you think about it this way, and I like how one of the guys puts it in the in the in the documentary is, you know, you believe in the police and you trust the police. You believe in the FBI and you trust the FBI because they're there to protect. And it's the same thing with the church, right? You. Think about it. Yeah. They're there to guide the community into moral so aspects. They don't want to let that out because then but, it ruins everybody's well, Yeah, exactly. But you, you can't say every priest is a bad priest. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a couple of bad apples there. I think yeah, they, they're just generalizing. Kinda, yeah, yeah, you can't you just really generalize. You know, you may have one or two bad, you know, cops in the precinct. Also, what's the size of the police force? Because the town was like 22,000 at that time. And there was like 30 or so. There, people. Maybe there wasn't that many cops present fun, True. Fa- fun fact though uh-huh. uh fun west fact. west des moines iowa was uh ranked 18th on the hipster cities in 2015 weird <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> hipster cities hipster cities it's, it's, i'm assuming it's like one of the one of the hipster cities in the country where like you roll up your your pants and you were you know, bow ties and all that. And you make your own craft beer. And yes, you do one of those. <laughs> I only like the craft You have a beard and you, you tend to wax, wax it. Oh, well, hey. I mean, some people like to look good, you know. Oh, <laughs> no, one, no, one, <laughs> no, no one's calling you out, man. No, he doesn't have that. If anything, you're the most hipster of all of us. Yeah, it's, it's a tight pants, though. It's not, not, I don't know. It's not just a time. You, on the other hand, tend to. I mean, come on. Look, look at this place. I like it. <laughs> this is hipster central. There was a. There was an area. I mean, you, you. You tend to know all the the little locations that I fucking never heard of. Well, why not? I'm sorry. I'm more cultured than you so, are. Well, there you go. That's what a hipster would say. I'm more cultured than you are. That's that's well, a hipster area, right? We're not. We're old, man. And, you know, technically, you know, <laughs> one could say, you know, you are. We're on the west side of town. It's on the west side of town. But I mean, you have a, a nice coffee bar not that far. That's true. There you go. See. No, man. And he knew about it, and then he then tells me, "Hey, it's so much you know. And then he and then he gets upset about it that I haven't gone. Why like, haven't you gone? Yeah. See, there you Why go. You I have been. It's it's okay. We actually but, went this morning. We had a special guest in the, the house. Why would you not know about a coffee bar in your but neighborhood, I, though? 
<laughs> True, but he he would like emphasize so much. Anyways, let's go back to the case. This is not even important. I'm not the editor. I'll share that. I, I feel like you're no, attacking me right now. It's all right. We'll, we'll continue with this later. <laughs> Sore subject, walk. apparently. I just don't care about coffee. Anyways, I'm sorry, Whitehall. You don't care about coffee? Yes, I do care about coffee, but I'm just care about the program in which we're trying to fucking continue doing. <laughs> Anyways, it takes it takes them this long, but you have five witnesses that say, "Hey, look, this is occurring. You know, this is what happened. We don't believe that he was a runaway, right? Well, he has no history of trying to run away." Well, that's what I was saying uh, to Hoffman. Is that that was the narrative that they were that was the emphasizing? No, that the your police boys running away, running away, run. completely that emphasizing. Me off. Yeah, that was pissing me off. I'm like, how dare you just say he? That's almost like neglecting the fact that something more serious. Well, that's oh, neglecting the eyewitnesses. The they're the ones saying, "Hey, look, there's something off about this situation." You know, you really have to look into well, what's why happening. Then all of a sudden, you're saying, "Oh, he runs away. He doesn't have a history of being a runaway." Child. Like, why? He's doing why throw that out He's there? working. Yeah, he's working. Like, <laughs> yeah, run away. He yeah. Away. Like, why would we just abandon his, so why his would job? You keep I mean, that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Well, well either lazy it, cops. Well, I mean, one could say that they're lazy, and then lazy you, go, or you crooked. go. I would say crooked. crooked. <laughs> yeah, um, because then uh, you look into what happened. The, the chief, as we know, ends up resigning. Yeah. Right? Because whether he couldn't handle the media coming at him or, you know, even the mom, right? Because then we get into the mom consistently being there at the police station trying to push these guys to search for her son. More. And with every right, she has that, hey, go Fuck fucking yeah. out there and go look for my what son. What are you doing here while you're exactly. going and somebody, my boy's kidding Well, I mean, then we get into the, the thing where people were saying, well, you know, there weren't, there weren't, Cops really out there with the search parties. No, they were still going out there, stopping people for speeding. You know, they were still they weren't no, no really. They, there was yeah. no sense of urgency. You have no police really out there with these volunteers because most of the search party consisted on volunteers, yeah. other parents who were concerned of the situation, and none of these fucking people are are, are going out there. And then you look into the the chief and they. And when Lorraine goes out there and says, hey, have you contacted the FBI? No, they hadn't contacted the FBI. Because what, what does he say? He doesn't believe that a crime occurred. Are you fucking kidding me? You, will, you think that a crime hasn't occurred. And the boy's missing. He hasn't come back. We have that, no that proof that he ran away. You're supposed exactly. to consider so, this a, a fucking crime. Yeah, there's no proof that he ran away. So, But that's what they're saying, right? That's what the cops are saying. Oh, he, he, we know he ran away. You're yeah. like almost like embedding her um, Johnny Boy's mom. And like, no, your boys are runaway. Like yeah, talking shit back, almost like blaming well, her. And this is where, and this is here where and why the conspiracy goes back even further, adding deeper with the police. You then have a story that later on, years pass, that develops that someone who, again, two days prior to this occurring. I remember if this was at a baseball game or a football game. Um, uh-huh. I think it was one of the parents tells Johnny, hey, go get us snacks or whatever. And he goes to the concession stand to get food. And so he goes, and he's taking long. Oh, yeah. So the dad goes, right, to go see what, why, why Johnny's taking so long. So he goes and sees, and he sees that there's a police officer talking to Johnny. Uh-huh. What? The he fuck? then, whatever happens, Johnny goes back. Moments later, Johnny asked to... He wanted to go further 
closer to the fence to watch the game. I think it's a baseball game then. So this happens. They're trying to. They tell Johnny, "Well, stay where we can see you." Mm-hmm. Johnny says, "Okay." He goes, and so the story goes is that they're keeping an eye on Johnny. He then Johnny Lynn disappears. They no longer see Johnny. He's no longer in sight. So the dad goes and tries to find Johnny. So when the dad goes to find Johnny, he's not where he's supposed to be. So well, where is he? Where is he? He walks around, finds Johnny somewhere under. Neath where the bleachers are, talking to the same cop. Dang. Now I don't know if the story is super, true. Well, it's hmm. very odd and very creepy if you think about it, right? If you go into where the whole why is that cop talking to a boy anyways? Though? Yes, like, what, what crime why? has he committed that you, that need, you to need to talk to, to this kid? He's not fucking Stupid. lost. So what? If you go again, if you go into the story, then you're like, okay, they, there's they, something happening, right? They, with the police, was, they were prepared with this guy. to. Maybe it was the same police officers that Maybe it was a dirty cop. And he's dirty, working in with this the, network that we pedophile. later hear about. Yeah, exactly. They give him some spit on Johnny Boy. Like, where is we'll, he? We'll take him. Here's your cut. What's going on? So, so one of the reasons that they most likely didn't get too involved with uh, looking for missing children is they just didn't have funding. So it wasn't until 1984 with the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children where um, the U.S. actually created a bill... To fund things like that. Well, yeah, it, the, but so it was it was out for of the this. missing and exploited children. But that's that's that only came about after these cases. Yeah, that, and there's several cases that happen as we all now know, right? So we then later find out that obviously there was other kids that went missing around this area, right? So we then hear later about another case. Well, actually, we hear about like two cases and then later becomes quite interesting in the form that these kids that were taken fit similar uh, not just a scenario but description of these kids right so you have Mark McAllen who then disappears in 1982 uh, September 15th in 1984 you have Eugene Martin who disappeared on August 12th um, I believe Eugene Martin was a also a paper boy um, Mark, uh, I think I believe his last name is McAllen, um, who disappears. Who I believe he also went to on uh, his. He's a, I believe he's also a paper boy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was. He also disappears. So now you have, like, if you look at these pictures of these kids. They all look alike, and and the similarities of hair, you know, age, um, you know, looks, these looks, the looks in general. They they have the similar look. They they're pretty boys, man. So I mean, like, you have this, okay, they, so if you go into the pedophilia <laughs> uh, mindset, for, yeah, there, there's obviously a request for these boys to look a, a certain yeah. way, right? Oh, man, if you look into that m- weird mindset, um, you, you then look into the, the guy who goes into the case about the pedophilia. He talks about how all these people, there's magazines, there's pamphlets, um, there are there, there's video and, but you look at the pamphlet thing and you read what some of these men are requesting. They request real specific stuff, right? I mean, they request certain type of, like, looks. And they re- they re- there's, like, a certain request to meet these I don't want to say uh, this, but, kids. like, what I found out in the documentary that they're looking for for virgins. Yes. They're looking and for fresh meat. And yeah, they're, they're, they're for real. Yeah, no, yeah. Because they... When you go to the human trafficking thing, you're looking at cell, 
right? Yeah. So this kid has not been touched, so therefore he's at the X. Yes. And so, you know, so that's, uh, it goes into that. And so you go, when you look at at, uh, Paul Benossi or Benossi, whatever his fucking name was, as you better consider, he's also an accomplice who then serves time, right? And he's also, unfortunately, a victim himself who became, who becomes like brainwashed to be used as a tool for these people. And you go into his situation, um, and you see that you know he's also been this uh, this individual that unfortunately, you know he was uh, a victim himself. Do you know what he was uh, charged with? Who? Uh, Paul Benassi. Uh, uh, was it perjury? No. No, that was later. That was later. He, um, well, he said sexual assault of a child. child. Nineteen eighty-nine. Oh. But this was after. So seven years afterwards, right? I think by then, exactly. And that's actually when he came out yeah. and said, "I also participated in the kidnapping." By then, Trump seven years. Yeah, yeah, we can blame him for for doing that, but like in his head, that's what he's been doing for what seven years. Like, yes, probably every day. Every, I mean, very consistently. Yeah, and so in his head, like he's got, he has to do it. He's got he has some to do, compulsion. He's been he's, been, he's to being told to do this. Like this is good. This is what you want to do, and they brainwashed him, and so now he does it on his own. He doesn't need to be directed. Yeah. Um, and then he got out, and and then that, that's when he outed the um, what's a banker dude? Larry King. Larry, Larry Lawrence King. The yeah. town over. So okay, so then what happens to um, Paul? Well, he gets indicted, and he goes in for whatever amount of time. Um, and then he starts to come clean about what and he thinks really yes. happened. And so it's not really my fault, he was saying. Yes. That I, I've been introduced in a, in a, a pedophile I, he's, ring he's, where he's, I was yeah. forced to do these activities. Yes. He's I didn't been, really want to do it. He's been conditioned to do He's it. been conditioned. Right. And so then you have Noreen meeting him. Yeah, she right. goes to, to... She goes to meet him. Yeah, at the jail. Yeah. She doesn't... It's one of the things in the documentary that she talks about. She doesn't know whether to strangle this guy yeah, right. or yeah. to feel bad for him because he's also a victim. She right? feels sympathy because she feels like her son's going through the same thing. that he's gone through. Yeah, and right. so she like, after a while, like, she let her guard down and, like, just tell me what happened to my boy. And then, like Hoppin was saying, you were saying that he tells the story of the day he got kidnapped. And what's, and what's more... What's more chilling is when he starts to reveal details about how he got kidnapped. How, like, where they nabbed him, how it was, the corner of the street, this, him nabbing them, throwing him in the car, the, the kind of car it was. And people were like, well, yeah, this was in the story. This is in the newspaper. Yeah, you knew that. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, so they were saying... He'll, Give me something that you don't. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so we, oh, we dive into that. Oh, they started to go with the... Yes, birthmarks. The, the birthmarks, the scars, and so then, this is stuff that wasn't on the papers. This is stuff that she didn't publicize. So she talks about the birthmark that yeah. looked like a country. Yeah, so South, that was South, America, South America. <laughs> like, okay. She, well, he doesn't know, right? I mean, he's a kid that was kidnapped. He's not going to be very extremely educated on what country it is. But anyways, he talks about the scar on his tongue. You know, he, your boy had a, a scar yeah, on his like tongue. Yeah, he fell down from a tree, but yes, his tongue. and bit his tongue. He talks about another scar on his leg, 
on his ankle. Yeah, or he got burned from a motorcycle. Yes, it's, but uh, not another. He stammers when he gets angry, yes. and that's not something that was released publicly. I think right, and, and so, so that's a weird detail. detail. But that's an important knows. detail, so that you can almost because believe. it wasn't circulated anywhere. Nobody knew about these. You can only have known if you were actually with John. Yeah. Right. So then, what what else? do we find out about this? Like, after all this information um, gets put out there, like... The the branding. Oh, well, no, yeah. Well, it gives credence to his story well, because he, of other uh, people. That's, that comes out a little bit later. What I'm referring to is, even after him telling his story of what happened that day with Johnny, neither do the police the investigate, investigate him further or question him, neither do the FBI come to question him. Okay, what's what's crying? What you happened? have a lead. You almost have a lead a, here. A, you have somebody who... Lead. And what what do the police say? What what does what do the police oh, say? Oh, he's got mo- a multiple personality disorders. He doesn't really know what he's talking about. He switches his story. We still don't have but a case. But according to like his story's been consistent and he knows details that are not known publicly. And his story has never changed. It awesome. never changed. So then what happens even further later on? Uh, a documentary... Uh, a film crew from I believe this is the film crew from Britain right oh, that yeah. was then yeah, brought right. by the Discovery Channel mm. to further investigate to do a documentary Dude. he then discuss, he then discusses about the network and then that branding that's when you get that branding so tell me about the the branding what did they oh they were branding all the children with uh, like an X and then a swoop underneath it yeah um, but like other cattle, like, like a little crest, like cattle, like a lunar, cattle. crest. Yeah, Human but cattle. the thing that it pretty much gave credence to him because other people, other kids that were, had been abducted, were coming out God. and the same were pretty much proving his story. So I mean, yeah, that. people were coming out with that branding. Who the fuck's gonna brand themselves with that? Fuck no, not any no. These obviously are victims here. If you get the same branding. Obviously, it's something. It's from a source. It's a one source. It's not like yeah. oh, it's a coincidental situation where you got and multiple. The, and the branding wasn't sense. like different it's on all these cases. Same consistent type of branding. Yeah, just, so obviously, it. it's the same tool being used. You have here um, Who's Paul talking about this. He then huh. takes, and so and during the filming, he then takes. He he talks about. Where what was that Pierce? house? You're talking about the house? Colorado, right? Is yeah. it the Colorado house? Colorado or Utah. But he talks about... Well, let me backtrack a little bit. Um, so when he talks about that guy... Um, Emilio. Is it Emilio? It is. It is Emilio. <laughs> so when he, talk, well, when he talks about the... About the what was it, The bank thing? Uh, which is... Was it Omaha? Larry King. It's a town over from... Uh, from West Des Moines, right? Yeah. So he Franklin says County. that that... that where the network is occurring, uh, that's that's one of their main areas, right? Yeah, that he, this is coming from. But he then talks about, oh, there's this house in Colorado. Yo, that house kind of. Tell me about the house in Colorado. Well, you want to talk about it? What, the one that was uh, the house? Uh, abandoned, that the owner was a truck driver and also went missing. Was he a truck driver or for, he was also a former yeah, like police or police at a jailhouse or something? Yeah, like that. yeah. He was a for, yeah. He was he was like Not a state a warden, employee. Yeah, and um, they don't know where he's at. 
They know he's missing. He's gone. The yeah. house is just abandoned. It's just abandoned. And so, but what else is creepy about the house? Well, that, that's what. He, so uh, the crawl space. The Paul. The Paul guy. The crawl space. Like the, he opened up. He by him just being at the house, you can tell like his demeanor changed. He's starting oh, yeah. to break down. He's starting he to break down. He's he's he becomes he, shut. Like he immediately becomes shut. He's like petrified. He's just like he's, he doesn't know he, what to do. Yeah, he has. Well, I mean, if you, if you watch the documentary, he has to like pretty much. He turns around, starts crying, dude. crying, he's, like breaking down. He's, yeah, he starts breaking he's, down, and he starts like you know, almost like I, I can't handle this right now. Yeah, like he's completely turn. He turns away from going in further. Um, they later convince him to go in there, yeah. uh, but what did they find, Hoffman? What did they find? The uh, carved initials of children yes. in the in this like in a crawl ba- space basement like it wasn't even a basement it's, well, it's not a basement yeah it's, it's dirt it's, it's something that they, it was obviously Dug, created yeah. Uh, yeah, for that very purposes to hide these kids, kids when somebody was visiting like the house or they were going to investigate I'll put the kids in here put the kids in but, here but it's not like there's not enough space it's in the middle of nowhere yeah because mm-hmm. they had to drive like far yeah and then there's like no one around no one around it, it looks like it's a random house just it's not connected to any land it's just well, a there's driveway. a road but I mean it's not it's like, like off the why road why the fuck would you have a house there it's like very desert. suspicious oh no I mean you people that are like homesteading they want to be out where there's no but one else. It's not a homestead homie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's you know, not what no it's for. It's <laughs> for something else is occurring. But finding the initials of all these carved uh, the kids. The, the kids the, you think they did that themselves? Like, or? I wonder if they like cross reference that to like missing children. Well, I don't um, know. Uh, oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the initials. Yeah, to see. To see if any, okay, within the time frame, were there any other kids who fit with these initials to see, like, maybe. Why would okay, you have a crossface like that in the first place? It's not like you have, you have like, obviously, feed I mean, or anything you're storing, right? It's just yeah. a weird space to have in your house. And, and then it, you have hard initials of people. It also looked like a maze, almost. Like, oh, cool. there was, like, rooms or something. Like, it looked really, not well, intricate, like a, but, like, it looked really weird. Like, like the like way a casino, it was done. like you get lost. Like they don't want it to be obvious. <laughs> There's no clocks. There's no There's clocks. clocks. There's no windows. There, no, yeah, no You're clocks. You're pumping oxygen. So you stay awake. <laughs> that's kind of fucked up. That's, but, yeah, yeah, no, no, that's yeah. but I mean, that's kind well, of how it looked. I mean, I mean, but uh, I mean, it's kind of hard to when he tells this story, like to the journalist who's hearing him. He's also like, "Well, this is really, this is really out there. This is really." crazy but when they start having these people with the branding when they go through the house when they go through the the, the cross space when they look into the things when they look into the the carvings the initials of these kids that this is no longer just a small story that comes even more real you're starting to find like not just evidence but like a, a trick yes right? you, you, have, you got a Larry King right supposedly he's involved um, you have the house. You have the police that they're not saying anything. The FBI is not involved. Um, you have these um, composite sketches right. of em- Emilio and some other fools, right, trying to um, discover these children. And so there's things now. It's not just there's detail now in the case for you to say that oh, it's just a you know somebody's just not a missing person. I think right. they uncovered something that. That wasn't ever going to be uncovered. Yeah, it's not just somebody missing. Now you're finding a person that's missing, but then also a pedophile ring, dude, a major one. Yeah, with high up people with a lot of money. 
and so when you think about the case that he's involved with the with the bank, um, with the staff being behind, or this person being behind these these kidnappings, these human trafficking of these children, you think about what what some of the other people investigating this. You think about what Lorraine says. Now, if you're a pedophile, right? If mm-hmm. you're in the child trafficking world, and if you have money, right? Mm-hmm. What do you do? You don't do it yourself. You don't do it yourself, exactly. You get, we, we the were talking poor, about the that. poor person does it himself. Well, that's what we were talking about. The poor pedophile has no means to. <laughs> he has to go out there and risk it. You know yeah, what I mean? He has it. to go risk grabbing the child, being seen in the daylight. This is happening. And that's why most of the time they get caught. But the people who are high up there, mm-hmm. you know, politically involved with a lot of money, they're not going to get caught because they're, like I was telling Hoffman, there's a middleman. That middleman is the person contracted by the person with the money. They're yes. just putting the distance between themselves. Yes. And nobody yes. believes it either. If they're like a high-ranking right. exactly. person. Like, I don't know this guy. This guy's crazy. He's a pedophile. I'm like, I'm, I'm not even involved. I have, well, I have money. money. Why would I be involved? I have yeah. money. I got a wife and I got kids and that's like just... It's crazy talk. That's just... Uh, now, the other person looks like... What's that? It just looks like they're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And either the person who's been hired is either forced or they need the money. Yeah. Right? And so they're fucked either way. It's like a double-edged sword. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, they need money, so they do it. Or they're forced. Or they're um, blackmailed. Right. Right. We're going to come out with, you know, saying that you're this and that if you don't do our work. Right? Yeah. That's what happens. That's possible. So, so where do we go from here? You had something? Hmm? No? I have something, but it's more on, like, where would he be now? Did anybody come across anything like oh, that? Okay, okay. Yeah. If, if he's still well, alive. Well, before we jump in that. That's why I didn't want to go there. <laughs> well, well, how about the visitation? Visitation, yeah. yes. Can someone... Who knows a little bit more about that? Well, just... She I was think in court. <laughs> Huh? She was in court under oath, and they asked her if she had gotten in contact with Johnny. And what did she say? <laughs> and she, I don't know if the story is true because it's a little outlandish. It, it is, but that uh, Johnny and another boy showed up at her door one night knocking, and she opened the door and she had a conversation with him. Okay. And she's saying this on, like, on the stand on the in front stand. of a jury. By now, he's like twenty-seven at least. Yeah, it was. I think it was fifteen years after. So yeah, she was. Yeah. 12 years when he went missing so it, it's either it could be one of two things either it was Johnny or it was someone playing a joke on her mm-hmm. yes because what, what do you okay, mean okay no go ahead because no. uh, why would she lie about that I mean that just why would seems... she lie well like why would she keep that wait till she's uh, on the stand to say anything about maybe it maybe she was trying to she was avoiding something but maybe what, she was afraid so yes exactly maybe so she what, knew something that we didn't really know initially s- Yes, but what's she saying in the documentary about why she didn't say it? She well, says she says a why. I was telling him because supposedly that our conversation, Johnny was saying that he was afraid for his life. He escaped, and this is my only t- chance to talk to you. And so the reason, and he's living under an assumed identity, right? So right. It's not, he's not Johnny in the Anymore. outside world. Yeah, he's somebody else, like I don't know, Mike, whatever. Right. And he's saying for me. Um, the reason I'm not going to come out is because I'm still, you know, I'm afraid for my life. Right. And so I don't want to 
sacrifice my own life for coming out. I know too much. They know too much about me. That's supposedly that's why. Risk. That's her explanation. Yeah, I mean, she might be in danger as well. That I mean, yeah. it does make sense. Yeah, I mean, that, you don't want to put your mind in danger. Point of view. So I mean, at that point, if assuming it was him, would you think that he was still in like captivity, or that at that point he's escaped and he's just like, well, I'm just gonna come see you this one time, and then after that I gotta go into hiding. Because I'm never gonna see you again. I would say he escaped. Why would they let him go? He's 27. He's I mean, he's no longer like a pedophile target. You but know what he, I mean? He's gonna, no, yes, he is. What if he talks, right? So what's the risk of him talking? Or maybe but he's done things too, like to other kids at that, this point, become involved. Also but they have dirt on him. Mm-hmm. That's also that. Good point. But it, but here's, we're forgetting this. He's branded. If there's a network and they see that he's branded with this, he's a victim. Well, from the, the victim who might know something too much. So I'm saying, like, and they would have just let there. him go. And, oh, you have an hour to go visit Jamal. I don't think that happened. No, no, no. Like, if it was yeah. true, then he escaped. Yeah, he, he probably escaped. was and out. the man that was with him in 97. At, at two-something in the morning. According to the documentary, according to Nareen, or whatever her name is, that he had to ask for permission to speak, which was kind or of Or he kept weird. looking over, like, yeah, make like, sure it's okay to say this. Like, that's... So maybe that's that, maybe it was, like, a guardian, like, hey, don't say too much. Like, we got to stick to our story and yeah. not say too much mm-hmm. and just... Like, we have a code, like I was saying, a code of silence even between the victims. The victims so themselves. all the brands are on the shoulder. Oh really? From the the pictures. Did you guys see any of this? No. It's like a weird looking. What is it? Um, it's like an, an X, X, and then like a crescent, like a crest, like a lunar crest. Yeah. Like, but on on its curve, curvature. Yes. So Paul Benassi is I think is the one that brought these photos out. Right. And he says that in one of them, uh, Johnny's in it. And oh yes, we go to the picture of where allegedly Johnny's in it. But here, so there's a lot, so when they take out these pictures, there's several single ones. And when I mean single, when I mean single ones, I mean where there's one person in these pictures, and that person remains to be identified. There's another picture where there's three kids. Yeah, dude. And there's a police I'll officer look. who says, "Oh, I remember this case. Those three kids have been identified, but we don't know who these. Who's this other kid?" Yeah, they and have one kid that they identified. Yes, it's yet to be released. What's yeah, what's that, that dude? That's what it says. Uh, this person's identified, being from Washington. This one is Johnny, and then this one is from Seattle, yet to be released. So they haven't told the family. What the. And so the police knew, man. They they know something's going on. Like they have images of these kids tied up in a bed. Yeah, something's gag. Obviously, everything. something's happening. And so uh, there's a there's a lot of like people being taken, um, you know, unfortunately by this point. And it kind of pushes this movement where um, we start having kids on milk cartons, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Johnny, he's one of them. He is I'm trying to find exactly. Because Pandora, you were showing me the uh, other boy. Well, not just another boy. There's, There's also a girl. A girl well, yeah, actually. he was actually the. They, they say he's the first one, but he's actually like the third. So okay, so this is what it is. 1984, Ganesh was photographed and appeared alongside that of Juanita Rafaela Estevez on a milk cartons across America. They were the second and third abdu- abducted children to have their plights publicized in that way the first one was the uh, Ethan Pats oh, is that how you say that Ethan mm-hmm. Eaton, e- yeah. e- e- Eaton there's no Pats. H <laughs> there's no H um, Eaton Pats 
uh, he was actually the first one to be on the milk carton. But I mean, it pushed this. But it's like still three, ch- the first three kids. He's yes, one of them. He's one yeah. of them. And so people were always, people always wondered why a milk carton. Well, everyone consumes milk. Right, they, they occasionally look at the milk carton yes. too, so they be like, "Man, who's this face?" And well, then somebody, uh, millions of people are going to see the same exactly. face. Somebody's going to see. Someone's, someone's going to know. Someone's going to see, it. And, it, and it helps, and it's really informative in that in that manner. It's yeah. 1984. I mean, there's not yeah, that media. much. Yeah, there's yeah, no social media, media really. You know, you yeah, there's now. There's the no Amber Alert. You know. There's some TV. There's newspapers, and mm. there's still a lot of like printed. Media, media yeah, exactly. not like nowadays. Magazines, but like I mean, that's all they had. It wasn't speedy, right? You know, it really wasn't. I mean, it was a slow process. There's I mean, no email. I mean, you hear no ring, no text messages. This. Yeah, exactly. There's no Nothing. text messages. You, no cell phones. So you can't call. It. Like you have to. You have a house phone. I mean, cell phone was kind of like. What's that? It was a landline, or you had a payphone, pay, pay or if you if you could afford it, a car phone. A car oh. phone. Yes. Car phone. I bet those are It's real fancy stuff, real expensive. From what I heard. I've seen those before. I'm like, God damn. When I saw <laughs> first time, I'm like, that's pretty fancy, dude. Yeah. Like, I saw them in a, movies. A I saw them in movies, and I was like, How did that work? Cool, man. Was it like a cell phone? Oh, yeah. It was like a cell phone, yeah. It worked with the antenna of the radio? Is that what it No, I think it had its own antenna. It had its own antenna? Oh, yeah, it's one of the foot long phone with a foot long <laughs> antenna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not crazy. What's the, you know, the, the rise of the brick phone? Yeah, that's what it was. You know, you had to carry like a own little bag with it when they first came out. <laughs> yeah, 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 they yeah. Had its, its own, own like case. Bag. Yeah, it had its own case and like battery. Not like a bag. phone case, but like an actual like bag. Yeah, it was actually like a, it looked like one of those like mail messenger bags. Ah. That's what it looked like. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, that is that is crazy to have that. And then later, I mean, you still had it's it was still the brick phone. You know, the, mm-hmm. then you see what you later then see in movies where it's like another big. You know, antenna type of thing. Um, it's like a gray looking phone, which was the generic look back in the day. Yeah, right. I mean, Zach you know, Morris. Yeah, exactly. Zach Morris, you know, with the with, you know, telephone ordering pizza or some shit. Um, so you, you have that type of thing. Um, and again, you, I mean, this is something that you go back to and you had no social media now like, like it is now. You know what I mean? We're just fast and everybody can see you have your Facebook, you have. Uh, what is it? Your Instagrams, your Snapchats, you have your messengers, you have all kinds of things. You have different channels to communicate with people. And yep. back then you didn't. So, um, and so the years go on, right? So that's sort right. you know, uh, Bonucci, whatever, uh, Bonaduce, whatever. <laughs> whatever his name is. Yeah. You know that weird Italian name. And so you go back to Pandora, what you were saying. Where is he now? Where is he now? Type of thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just a lot. I'm trying to figure out how to like connect the dots on this because there are people who think that he is somebody who was pretty public fairly recently, like in the George W. Bush administration oh, era. Really? Yeah. Who John Boy? Mm-hmm. There is a guy by the, he has two different names, so it's kind of weird because both names match the initials of Johnny, J.G. But this guy was known as James Dale Guckert mm-hmm. and also known, probably more known as Jeff Gannon now. Jeff Gannon. He's, he was a conservative columnist. Mm-hmm. His pseudonym was Jeff Gannon, right? Um, mm-hmm. So the age kind of corresponds 
and they've done picture comparisons of him and I mean it's kind of hard to tell because you've got a 12 year old being compared to like a 60 year old but um, it's kind of crazy because he he had this Maybe. Maybe. There's there's one... It's hard to... You got that gap between his no, teeth. Here, here's the thing. It's so no. hard to even pin... Because there's people that look like yeah. other people. Well, here's the thing. Is this guy... Um, it turned out that he was gay. He got outed, right? Right. No big deal there. But it turned out that he also used to be a gay escort um, when he was younger. And there was like Whoa. pictures that came out about him. Gotta make that money. Um... He, th- there was a lot of weird connections with that. So the reason people think that it's him is because I guess when all that kind of surfaced, the the mom, Noreen, pretty much kind of fell off the radar, stopped going so public with all the information that she, you know, continued to search for him. Right. They actually reached out to him and uh, they had sent a guy representing the mother to his home. And they wanted to DNA test him. Right. Um, and he had said that he would do it. The results should be kept private. Um, they wanted her to make a statement saying that, no, he was not her son. And that um, they, they don't think he ever did, did the, the yeah. DNA test. Yeah, he went through with it. Um, but it's, it's believed that he knows a lot about this ring that he was involved with. And that's why he will never come out and say anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is kind of weird that, like, they're saying, you know, probably the reason nobody's really looking for him is because they know where he is. They know who he is now. Yeah. Um, oh, here's another picture. It's a little hard to see, but they, they show the four pictures of the guy, but he remember he was known by two different names. Yeah. Hey, man. The picture from 1982 looks a little blurry. Yeah, that one is... So, I mean, you could fit in a lot in that. Right. No, yeah. Uh, I did find this article from uh, 1990 about them actually finding his body. Yeah, I saw something about that. Interesting. It says, um, police in Yuma, Arizona, said that uh, Johnny apparently was killed in, in, like, Near the city in a drug-related shooting, the body ended up in Mexico. Brandon, but I, I mean, if you look at the map of, or like, the city is right in Boise, Idaho. You have to drive a really long way to get to Mexico. It's mm-hmm. a really long drive. The, the, logistically, it, it's not logical. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't so know. I don't, no, I don't know no how much that. I give credence to this. Well, it's still considered like a cold but open, open case. case. Yes. So mm-hmm. I guess they I'm didn't really case. think that was him. Yeah. I mean, I could see. Has why. anybody found out like what the name of the newspaper was that he was delivering? Um, I haven't yet to I see like the actual name of it. I don't recall what the name of the other paper was. So it was like the the register or something like that? The Des Moines Register? Yeah, the, well, the name of the newspaper that he was delivering. So I was like, what if that was a way to target kids? Because there was that other child that yeah. disappeared also doing paper route. I mean, paper route. They w- in general, they would just be easy targets because yeah. they have 
kids out there, you know, no before the sun rises, hour. it's dark. Who the heck is up at that yeah, hour besides exactly. them, probably? Yeah. Un- um, unescorted. But, I mean, what if they were being hired, like, as potential targets? Like, here, hired, you know, these type of kids. Go get yeah. your friends. Get your friends in this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who knows? Uh, it's, it's very dark, um, obviously. Uh, and the fact that, like, the, I don't know, I feel like the community, the cops, just kind of gaslighted everybody. That knew what they knew and saw what they saw it's like no the kid's not no, missing he's, he's a runaway away. or like no these five yeah. witnesses don't matter you know yeah. like you also gotta remember it's a whole lot easier to disappear in the 80s true I mean cause if you didn't we go back to there's no there wasn't really a database to keep all this track I and mean, the kids that disappeared were runaways and one of the things they didn't mention uh, during the documentary uh, whenever um uh, what's his name? Uh, Paul Banucci or Banassi, whatever his name was. Um, when he was being Benassi. interviewed, uh, Banucci or something like that. Um, when he was being interviewed, one of the things he said is like, not all of the kids that were there were kids that were kidnapped. Some of these kids were runaways. So, so it's perfect for them because they're runaways. They ran away. The parents know that they ran away, right? So mm-hmm. no one's going to be looking for these kids. So they take these kids for the most part because they're young and they're, they're troubled kids. And, you know, for the, depending on the type of family they came from, you know, some, some of these kids, are, they're, they're not going to have anybody as an adult looking for them. Why wouldn't you look for a runaway kid, though? Could be a bad family. Bad family. I mean, if your family sucks that bad, I guess. Yeah, well, That's probably yeah, why they run away. Yeah, but, but there's going to be... You know that there's families out there. That if their kid runs away, they're not giving. They're shit. like cool. One less kids one take less, care. Yes, exactly. One, one less, less mouth, mouth to feed. feed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Don't become parents. No, no, that's for you. No, I mean, we thought that. I mean, obviously, that's that's something that occurs. It could. I mean, we know this. I can't deny that because I don't know. <laughs> My family was nice to me. <laughs> I assume others weren't. They're okay. They're okay. But I mean, right. obviously, they fed me. obviously, there's 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 this connection where these runaways they get taken, and they're sold off. They're used as whatever objects for other people. You know what I mean? Um, you know, which is unfortunate for these kids that they they're in a shitty family who's not looking out for them. I mean, we know that there's there's that families could be out there. It. That could yeah. They neglected the child. They neglected the child. Um, but yeah, foster so. kids, mm-hmm. you know, they run away. Sometimes the foster parents don't even report it. Orphans. Because they, they want to continue to collect that check. What, what, mm-hmm. what do you think his motives were if he did actually want to run away? And then he cut, happened to get caught up in this pedophile ring. Like, I mean, was it really that bad for him that he wanted? So. The way everyone pictures, the way people paint the picture of Johnny doesn't to me it just doesn't fit for him to be a runaway I don't think so either he seemed like a responsible kid I mean he was always delivering his newspapers on time he bought himself a motorcycle with that money like who the heck had a job at 12 you know what I mean yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) his parents didn't buy it but he was trying to encourage him like you you know you want your motorcycle then make some to me the way the parents describe him the way everybody else as an adult wise the kid was a businessman Mm-hmm. He was a hustler. He was out there trying to get what he what he could. Maybe he was enticed with something. 
Wait. Possible. Question. What if he was... What if he was gay? He's growing up in a conservative community. That would give him a reason to, to run away. Yeah. And then, like, the mom making up the idea that he was picked up by a pedophile ring. Right. Sort of, like, fits into that. You know what he, I mean? Like, he, so he disappeared forever? Like, well, he... He's gay. The mom's in denial about it. The kid, kid ran, runs away, and now she's trying to blame someone else for, for her her shortcomings for not being a parent. And him running away because he's that's gay. All, you know what I mean? Instead of instead of saying that he's gay and he's a runaway, she goes with the other story, but that's saying extreme. that he's. I don't think that's. Well, I could believe that. It says face from embarrassment. You know what I mean? Like yeah, back then, or like, my kid's not gay, he was turned gay. Turned, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, somebody got to, to him. him. Yeah, he was taken and this, this occurred. It's not his fault. Yeah, exactly, it's not It's not his fault. He, He's being taken to do this whatever. You know what I mean? Because they don't talk about anything that happened prior to that, right? They just say, oh, he was a great kid. Yeah. But they never go into details. Hey, was there turbulence in the family? How, how was him with his other siblings? They kind of don't really go into that either mm. in the documentary about yeah. his other siblings. He has two other siblings. He has a sister and a brother. And they don't really talk about that relationship mm. as well. Another thing that we didn't get to talk about is like, so in 1985, there was a bill surface. I don't know if you guys recall this. There was a bill surface with a handwritten note, uh, supposedly by... Uh, Johnny oh. Cash uh, about I'm still alive written on the bill. Oh, the one dollar bill. Yeah, one dollar bill. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that? You think that was real? You think that was something that, or something maybe that the parent cooked up to have the case continue? Like, what are the chances of? I mean, I've heard stories about uh, dollar bills, like a guy writing down uh, the person that brings this back to me, I will marry, um. and like. <laughs> Five years later, that bill comes back to him, or his girlfriend has it in her wallet. That's a weird story. Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah. but I mean, the chances of a dollar bill going out in circulation right. and then going and then, to that one specific person, it, it's pretty out there. Yeah, it's very out there. Uh, well, who got the dollar bill? This lady from some other. Was it in another state? In another no, in another city, right? Yeah, it didn't go and very far. Because yeah, it didn't go that far because. What ends up happening is the father says, hey, send me that dollar bill and I'll send you one back to replace your dollar. <laughs> and so, you You're like, know, just keep it. It's a dollar. It's a dollar, but whatever. You don't need money. Um, so he gets that dollar back. And so they say that that's his kid's signature, that that's his handwriting. Um, that's their claim to it. You know? I mean, if you were kidnapped and you didn't have many opportunities to tell people where you are. Right. What if, like, they sent him to the gas station to buy something and he's just like, here's my chance. chance. I can put a clue out there. Because you hear about that even nowadays. Like, I I just read something recently where this woman, um, like, I think, I don't know if it was her husband or boyfriend who was, like, abusing her and was pretty much threatening to kill her. Right. They had a dog and she convinces him that the dog is sick and needs to go to the vet. Oh. And then so she, like, she, because she needed to get out of the house, right? Mm -hmm. Like, to have access to somebody mm-hmm. so at the vets she writes down somewhere that you know this guy has a gun and that to please call the cops well they did and right. he did have a gun and i mean it turned out that she was trying to escape this like crazy situation yeah. um i had also heard something like that where somebody another woman and her kid were kind of being held the same way she used an app to order pizza 
Oh. And she yes. puts a note in the, the in pizza the, order, the, the pizza order yes. for like help as well. So, I mean, you never know. People use whatever they can. They can. To get out of the situation. Right? I don't think it's that crazy. I mean, it could also easily be faked. But, but. you know, it's you got to think about what people may have had to use at that time. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot. You know, you didn't have a pizza app. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, you can't just order like Papa John's or something. Yeah. Shout out to Papa John's. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, Sponsorship. I really like that pizza. <laughs> I don't like Papa John's as a person, though. <laughs> oh, no. He sucks. No, 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 Actually, yeah. Let's get somebody else. <laughs> like Cancel pizza. that sponsorship. I like, I, like, I like Pizza Hut. I'm down for Pizza Hut. I like pizza. I'm not hungry for pizza. We're I know. Guys. There's just a slice right behind you. It's not going to sustain me. I don't want to get hungry. That's just going to make him hangry. Like She's eating, dude. Yeah. Trust me. Oh, did, you, did you want some? No, I'm good. Just eat this slice, Papa. You can give me a, a whole pizza liter. No, no, I'm good. I'm getting her a whole pizza liter. Oh, what kind of pizza? I don't know. I'm really hungry now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Taking a pizza break, why all? Well, what do we say about this? This is really good. <laughs> is that a sriracha on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no, I don't want. It. Try it. I don't oh, like no, sriracha. Just try it. No sriracha. No. Oh my God, where are you from? It's the best thing ever. I mean, I've tasted it. I just yeah. don't care for it. Dude, yeah. I put it on my no. salad too. It's hipster. It's hipster. No. Hey, Joe. <laughs> I'm not no hipster. I'm not You guys are all hipsters. Takes one to know one. We're, we're all in denial. Yeah. I, I didn't deny it. I'm just saying. You are one too. Denial's not I'm just not a river in it. Egypt. Oh. I'm really cool. Anyways, pizza break was taken. Not from Papa John's. No sponsorship here. No. No sponsorship here. Yet. Yet. There's always a... I don't want to support his uh, causes. Pizza Hut. No, I'm saying Pizza Hut, right? Yeah. We do Little Caesars. Little Caesars is good. Little Caesars is good, too. Pizza Patron. Pizza Patron. I think I had it once. I gotta edit that one out. That's not local. Is it? We've we've heard of it all the way here in Alaska. Yeah, in the bunker. In the bunker. We're on the ground, people. We're trying to get it up here, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know how hard it is to fly it up here? Maybe a helicopter can deliver some over here, just like they did uh, Taco Bell. No, one of them. <laughs> Amazon, Amazon delivers. Taco Bell, yeah. Nobody wants Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Bell no. <laughs> Please don't let it sponsor us. No. Um, where was I? Oh, that's We're it. We're trying uh, to wrap it up. What do you think? So what do you guys think? What are your theories? What's something we didn't touch? Go so ahead. say I don't go with the gay story, right? Like, no, no. What Pandora was saying, or, or what if he was Paul gay? What, what, yeah, yeah. So the, yeah. The, that scenario, right? Right. Um, I didn't think about it like that, but it, it could be true. That's, I think. Yeah. Um, but I think there, there's more that outweighs maybe that scenario in my head, in my opinion, that maybe. Um, there's pedophiles everywhere, man. There, there's organized crime that involves pedophilia. Um, and how, like, the other paperboy was taken two years later, I think. Without knowing all the facts, but knowing that uh, Bonucci guy. Um, and, and I think somebody did take him, abducted him, and now he's living a um, another life, right? Another identity. He did, and he's um, worried about his safety so he can't come out. He probably never comes out. Right. So um, I think that's what it is. I think somebody took them and they brainwashed them. They made them do heinous acts of 
whatever you right. can think of, right? Yeah. You know, it's a nightmare to, to somebody. To be, to have that done to your a child kid. Child 12 and, years old. Or even to be in that situation. I mean, think about it. You're being forced to do something you don't want to do. Yeah. You know, that's what I think. And I, I think more the evidence to me leads to the fact that somebody um, prepared to take them. Yeah. It wasn't just a was random planned. act. Oh, let's take this guy. No, they were yeah. looking for him. They found out where he was doing. Hey, he wakes up at five to deliver the paper. Not many people. They watched him for a while. It's a, it's a sleeping town, right? So there's not that many people. People are naive, right? So maybe that's what I think. That's not maybe, but that's what. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and Dora? I don't know. I mean, the the whole uh, him possibly have been gay you know as a kid it's possible i feel like we just don't know that much about his early right. life like mm-hmm. we don't know other than he had a paper route like we don't know what was his relationship with his family or like was there yeah. any issues at school like there's literally it's, nothing yeah. that i've seen on Not much of a possible life. conflicts yeah. right exactly yeah but i mean i think if there was any kind of ring at that time trying to traffic children he was an easy target right because mm-hmm. of the nature of his job and the time frame, you know. Um, and I mean the, like I hate to go back to the, the dad, but like what was his deal that he didn't go out with him that day too? Just one day, like, and all of a sudden it's taken. So I think oh, that's weird to me. Yeah. Like you're old enough, you can, you can go. Yeah, Maybe I mean it's. I'm not saying he's the suspect there, but like I wonder what was going on that morning that he didn't take him. And there was nothing said. Because he usually he it said it that there was something said, but I just don't remember. No, he just blew it off. He just didn't want to go. Because the right? kid usually would take. The dad. It, they made it sound more like the, the kid would the take the dad, not the dad would take him. Was the dog there? The dog was there. The dog you, was you left. left. Dodson. Le- the Dodson was left behind. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, maybe there was like maybe a small conflict, and he was like, you know what? I, mean, I don't want my dad with me this morning. I'm just gonna take the dog. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe. maybe he's not trying to run away, but the fact that maybe there was some issue at home. Yeah. Maybe he goes out on his own, and then at that point, he's more of an easy target. He should have just had a pit bull instead. <laughs> it's a sleepy time, man. They don't I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I mean the the way the whole cops yeah, yeah, reaction, the lack of FBI, like that pisses me off. That's yeah. very suspicious. Very suspicious. Somebody, I mean, you, you can't be that fucking lazy. Like, uh, really, you're that fucking lazy to do your fucking job. I don't know. Often, I like your attitude. It's like very it. hard. <laughs> For me, I'm gonna put it this way. I I think the. Um, since the mom wasn't getting any explanation, she went out and looked for one, right? And then finding this uh, Josh, was it Josh? The guy that was in prison. Uh, Bonucci. Bonucci. Uh, finding him just exacerbated everything. Cause sure. he, so, yeah, he went missing. Usually when someone goes missing and they don't, they don't show up, he's obviously dead, right? Yeah. So finding this guy and linking him to a pedophile ring just made things. It just escalated everything. It just comes so she, everything. It just come, yeah. So in trying to help out, she could have just made things worse for herself. So the she could have been a little hysterical, and at that point, the the cops are just like, you know what, we're doing everything we can. And she's Probably like, no, you're, you're you're not doing anything. <laughs> but, they, but they weren't. That's the thing. Uh, yeah. She, I mean, she went down to the police station. She went. She went to bother these guys at work. She was adamant about what the fuck are you guys doing? You just sitting on your ass doing nothing. And they weren't. I mean, the community even said this. This is what this is what's even more upsetting. You can't you can't blame it on budgets. 
Well, back Because you're still in uniform, you're still getting paid. Yeah. You're not going out there. You're you're more concerned about people with traffic tickets, people speeding. That's your least of your fucking concerns is about fucking you person them, speeding through town. Yeah, you have other more important things on hand. Well, I mean, you know what I mean. Someone goes missing, you just can't stop and doing everything else. But here's the thing: what's more upsetting? It's not that we you we know that there's other things at hand that you have to do, but mm-hmm. you're talking about a town who has low, what is it called? Low um, population. Yes, and crime rate. That's a Your most one. concern is going to be okay, so you somebody don't see speeding, many missing children, a missing child is like what's be keeping on the top them busy. Of your list. <laughs> yeah. What is it so important? What case are you working on? They could have uh, got somebody from other police department. Like, hey, we need some manpower over here. They right. didn't do anything. They just stood down. You, uh, like, okay, like you could. Uh, uh, I mean, this is far fetched, but like, was you know things that you could be looking at. Was there a car stolen? Was there a fair, a fair amount? Was it a you know a Ford? They would it match this? You know, did you got to look into the plates. Did you ever run the plates? They, did you well, ever they tried to hire somebody for, to investigate that vehicle, they, they but they hired, had no plates, so yes. it got cold real quick. So they, they hired a hypnotist. They hired yeah. a he tried to remember something. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't. The parents obviously went to a full extent to find the kid. I don't see much about the dad, though. I mean, we don't, but I mean, who... Because, like, what was his thought? could have shut down. I mean, you... They divorced. They, they later did divorce. Yeah. yeah. That was their only That kid, was right? his son. Well, that, that with them, kid, two, them yeah. two, yeah. She had two other kids. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard when you hear about parents who have a kid go missing. Something happens. A tragedy happens. It's not... You know, it's not something that's not far from what could possibly is them splitting. It, it's something that does occur. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something mm-hmm. that obviously both parents can't cope with. I mean, you, you lose a child. That's that's a hit. That's a large hit on you. You know what I mean? It takes a lot from you. So that obviously causes a ripple in their relationship, you know. Um, and there's no way escaping that. There really is Because I feel like that when we've seen stuff like that, the parents react in different ways. Yeah. Right, like one, one shuts off, once more. One's like, no, they're the dead. The other one's like, no, they're still out there, and yeah. it's just like one can't cope with the other one. Keep feeling that fire. Yeah. yeah, it's your fault because you didn't go with you them. Didn't go, yes, yeah, that and like that internal right. blame. And he blames them. himself. Yeah. Maybe I should have gone. Maybe I should just got enough and just fucking go. Maybe he was drunk. Dude. I mean, it's <laughs> oh, like I hung over on a Sunday. Seems likely. Lucky. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, Saturday, Saturday night, night got crazy. Yeah, you know, always just happens <laughs> to me. Probably bowling with the boys, <laughs> you know. Boys, you know. That's right. Yeah, Bulgari, I don't know. know. <laughs> little smoochy smooch, you know, man. Something happened. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you smoke pot. I don't know. Anything. Got, Who knows? Who knows? Like, nah, son, you go out uh, take the dog. Yeah. He'll protect you. So he keeps looking at my dog. face and it's just... A chewini. Should have got a German Shepherd or a Doberman, something, you know, big. I don't know. You know, I... The way I see it, it's you know, it's it's obviously a tragedy. You know, whenever a kid goes missing, and you know, it's unfortunate for this situation arising, and, and that at the same time with all these other missing kids, and then pushing uh, for all these changes to happen with the FBI, with local police, uh, with legislation for the, Amber the missing alerts, Amber alerts mm-hmm. now uh, for the missing and exploited children. You know, that type of thing. You know, occurred out of that. You know, the milk cartons and stuff. And that kind of helped also to push. It was very unfortunate. I think that, you know, it's all these possibilities, what Hoffman said, 
what you said, Pandora said, you know, it's it's one of those things that's very possible. All these scenarios, unfortunately, are very possible. Because yeah. we don't have enough information. There's not enough information on the dad. There's not information on the kid's personal life, at school, with other friends, uh, you know, with the siblings. We don't have any of that. So it's kind of hard to go, no, you know, was there a secret on this kid? Was there something else that he had to hide? We, You know... What are the other, you know, we have stories of the bleacher thing, the game. You yeah, know, there's, that's right. There's, you know, there's other things that we don't get to hear about, you know, that maybe could help to this case. Um, that's what I'm talking you about. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a very difficult case. You know, hopefully there's a, a one day there'll be closure uh, for the mom, uh, for the father. But, you know, you know, it's a, it's a really tough case. And um, hopefully you, our listeners have enjoyed listening to this case and you know if you have your own opinions your thoughts something a theory you know that you may have please hit us up on facebook and on twitter um we have our youtube coming up soon we're yeah. still working, working on, on it, it. and working we're still, we're still working on our website and so hopefully we'll have that up pretty soon for you guys that would be awesome and again if you like this episode please share like retweet repost tell us we're doing a good job tell us we're doing a bad job tell us what we can improve tell us there's another case Whatever. Tell us your inner voices. Yeah. Tell us your inner voices. What are your thoughts? But hit us up, and uh, we'll catch you on the next epo- episode. Ugh, episode. We'll catch you on the next episode. Right. Until next time. Right. <laughs> Take a nap. Yeah, dude. Sorry, friend.